Hello and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist, Lucy, and an actual knob, Mick. How are you? Well, how are you? Not not too bad. Back Good. at work. All that How's shit. That? How sad were you on, what day did you go back? I went back on Tuesday the 4th. Were you very sad? It was all right, actually having that much time off actually makes you go quite fancy doing a little bit now or seeing people again so I I don't really get those Sunday blues but I imagine if you hate your job the first day back after Christmas must be the heaviest blue yeah I mean it's even hard for like I was a bit sad to go back as well to be honest just because it was I felt like I hadn't had enough time off I'd put people in in between Christmas yeah. and the year because I but, was convinced was we were going to go into lockdown yeah so and I was in there was so much regret with that yeah but I yeah just wished I'd had more time off mainly because I started like some DIY projects and um everything takes longer than you anticipate doesn't it it so, does yeah um so I've been if anyone has looked at my Instagram um you probably haven't seen my home Instagram because nobody really cares but I'm going to tell you anyway it's called at the goth house if anyone has happened to look on there you see that my house is pretty much black all the walls are black well they're railings by Farrenball um so I've been right, doing my Farrenball um yes Ooh, you're doing all right isn't you I've used some Farrenball and then I've got it mixed up in a Farrenball colour on a cheap paint as well. Nice. Because then when I started using Farrenball, I was like, this is expensive and it doesn't go very far. And actually, Farrenball it? it is expensive and it's not really the best, to be honest. It's quite like the chalky one is a real pain in the ass. You touch it and it's, it's fucked. Um, but I've been clearing out my spare room and making it into a dressing room. So naturally, I've painted it all black, black mm. walls, black floor. Um, and it's a box room and it's made it feel like a cupboard. <laughs> Maybe doing a black room wasn't the best for a dressing room. We're going to do my makeup and try on all my black clothes and hold on my black clothes and black shoes. What if you, what if you, you know, like when that, the Large Hadron Collider and everyone was worried that they were going to accidentally create a black hole and that would swallow the, the universe up because we knew too much and were trying too hard. What happens if your black room with your black heart and soul trying on black clothes with your black hair creates a black hole and kills us all would you feel bad um well no because i'll be dead in a black hole yeah i might not be dead you don't know what happens on the other side of a black hole do you there isn't another side of a black hole it's all in the middle it might just be a ruse they've said that but actually on the other side is some sort of utopia i tell you what i reckon if there's someone said our black hole is coming to um gobble us up and you'll be (laughs) You know, the whole earth, because of the immense pressure and forces involved, the whole earth will be squashed to the size of a grain of sand. There'll be someone saying fake news or that it's it was um, (laughs) Jeremy Corbyn's fault or it's big for Bill Gates. If we everyone who isn't vaccinated won't feel the effects of the black hole as they're getting (laughs) spaghettified or whatever it's called, stretched out (laughs) into the into the into the endless nothing. My my brain, this (laughs) 
So my brain works occasionally. I sort of zoned out what you were talking about black hole then and focused on the gobble. And it reminded me of, do you remember when we used to watch loads of vines and um, everyone was obsessed with doing that? What was that? Llama. Fucking llama, yeah. I got a historic video of us doing that. And at the end you were going, fuck off or something like that. On the high street in Newmarket outside the tannery. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants to hear that again, it's yeah, we should probably do it. It's a visual thing as well. We that is a visual thing. Get a video of that up for the or not, actually, the, the listeners' dem or um, not. Um, what have you been up to? I have a I have a, a lol story. So, we have got a couple of um episodes in the bank, and I've told another story in one of these episodes from this same friend but I have a friend she's fucking funny she's hilarious she has lots of poo stories and she's so self-deprecating she would just tell the funniest story it'd be about that time she pissed herself (laughs) but she had a she had a story and I tattoo her a lot so I was tattooing her the other day and she was like oh my god the thing was the thing happened the other day I was convinced I was going to die because I couldn't stop pooing literally I couldn't go anywhere (laughs) I was worried being at the doctor's because I said I hope you know where your nearest toilet is because I'm going to have to um so the doctor was really serious she'd had loads of tests done and he said I'm actually pretty concerned about this looked through all the test results she'd had to give a stool sample um she didn't know how to do it so a friend like gave her a Tupperware container so she did they not, the, not give you the thing I don't think so I, I don't, well, I've had to give a stool sample before and you get like a just like a little it looks like a pill pot and on the 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 lid it has like a, a, a theater um ice cream scoop oh so you, you tod normally into the bin so that the poo is in the, the toilet bin? yeah the tod bin the toilet okay. yeah and you you so you just scoop a bit off of that including water and then screw the whole thing into the into oh, the cap that's lovely yeah, well, I, wasn't they, just, obviously... I wasn't just left with a spatula and an old vitalite tub they didn't give her that, so oh. she had to poo into a Tupperware container, took just, it to just the log out straight into it. Yeah, wow. She obviously did something to it because then she asked her friend if she wanted the Tupperware back, and her friend was like, "No, nah, no, you're right. I think that you keep that." <laughs> so, so, so she did a stool sample. They took all the tests. They sent off the tests, got all the results back, and the doctor was reading through them and was like, "Yeah, nothing's coming back. I better do an examination." So, um, he said, "Do you want a?" Um, a nurse in as a chaperone and she was like look I don't want anyone else to see this if you're gonna have to see it and there's a real risk of me pooing I don't want anyone else to be here it's fine just get on with it so he did the he did the exam and then um I said oh well I can't feel anything but yeah I am a bit concerned we'll have to go through other te- other tests I think sat back down at the computer and then she said he went white as a she went oh um I've just opened another set of results that I probably should have looked at before doing an it's exam. Bad doctoring, isn't it? Surely. And um, you've got a rare um, <laughs> form of food poisoning. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to write out a <laughs> report for myself. <laughs> Why well, I had to rummage said, around oh, like unnecessarily. <laughs> she said, look, look at me. No one can blame you for wanting to do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna complain. We've had a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Ticking something off the list. Yeah. 
But the other story, I told her that I'd mentioned her other poo-related story on the podcast. And I'm sure she told me this. She went, there you go, some more fodder for the pod. <laughs> fodder. Fodder. Don't, <laughs> I don't think she said fodder. I just thought of that. <laughs> There's a uh, comedian. Have you ever had a doctor examine your bum hole? No. I have. But I have had a child. For the so. same reason as the um, stool sample. Um. So they, you sort of get in the fetal position, but not quite legs all the way up. And then they put the finger up your bum and have a little root around, lubed and gloved. Oh. Um, very unpleasant and invasive. I imagine. And not, not, not something that you want to talk about. Um, I was also aware, of, partly because of the position I was sat in, um, and she was a very pretty lady doctor as well, which <laughs> didn't help, but... Because the position I was sitting and nerves and the fact that she was about, I knew what she was about to do. My penis had rescinded into my abdomen. So it looked <laughs> like I had, it was, come on, she's this pretty. Is... Put, a, put a bit of blood in it so she could look at it. She's not looking at it. This is a terrible but, story. Um, the, a comedian, so I know when the comedian was talking about, I can't remember who it was, which is annoying, but he was saying, so I, when he was talking about the position he was in, I knew exactly because I'd been in that position. And he said, as the doctor put the finger in his bum, he lifted his legs up. There's like a shock thing and some change fell out of his pocket. And the doctor said, jackpot. <laughs> the doctor said jackpot. The doctor apparently said jackpot. I think that's correct. But yeah, funny. Anyway. <laughs> and when you get to a certain age, men, uh... don't be scared about going to get a finger up your bum to see if you're going to die young. Nothing wrong with it. It doesn't make you anything. It just makes you care for your family and future. So if the doctor <laughs> says, come and put, get your finger put up your bum, we'll know if you're going to die earlier than you should. Just go and fucking do it. Thanks. I feel like this is taking a, a strange turn. Do you remember a year ago, almost a year ago, when our podcast, we're still trying to find our feet, mm-hmm. um, trying to be professional broadcasters. And now we go straight in with a finger up the bum That's... and a stool sample, how they yeah. collect a stool sample. Yeah. I apologise for anybody yeah. who actually uh, wants to listen to And Tattoo We should stuff. probably apologise to our guest who we're about to have a lovely <laughs> chat with about, about their oh life God. and career in tattooing. And we've just who started said... off with Dung. Who said his mum's going to listen to this? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And tune in, but tune in next week for more poo stories because yeah. they are a plenty with the next guest. Should we move away from the poo? It's yeah. my least favourite subject, but I seem to have spoken about it a lot in the last week. Yeah, maybe you're you're coming round to it being one of your one of your go tos. So our guest this week, <laughs> Lord Montana Blue. Oh. What a, a lovely, lovely human. A joy, just a total joy to be one of those infectious laughs, infectious smiles that just makes oh, you yeah. want to be his friend. Yeah, absolutely. What what a beautiful face. When we were, were chatting to him, I was at my in-laws um, sitting upstairs in their bedroom because my father-in-law was servicing my vehicle. I don't know why that you made that you made that sound sound smutty somehow. I'm sorry, Grant. My father was servicing my vehicle. He was he was giving my BM a good service. (laughs) Finished. (laughs) There was a there's a lot of funny topics in this chat with um with Lord Montana. 
And then I came downstairs a bit and they, I thought they would still be like servicing my car, but no, they're all sitting in the room underneath me. And there was like, (laughs) just watching Coronation Street. And there's like my boyfriend, his mum and dad, his brother and his two kids. (laughs) Yeah. And we've had quite a conversation. So uh, (laughs) a bit clickbait there. Stay tuned. (laughs) But yeah, it's a lovely chat. He's, he's, very interesting like the, the the stuff that he goes on about his reference books and things like that oh, yeah. i think everyone is it's something that i i'm always fascinated by people's the stuff they go to to get their inspiration wherever it comes yes. from and that book of faces that he used it's just yeah super super cool dude i um, love a good book as well like I, i'd love to have a good rummage around in that library it was like <laughs> Have you fucking laughing at rummage? You tried really hard not to laugh as well, and I could just see your faces getting redder and redder. So I'll talk. But yeah, the that he where he was sat behind him, he had this library that looked basically filled the whole wall from floor to ceiling, wall to wall. Amazing. Um, Yeah, that was awesome. And we also have some very very interesting chats about. tattoo weirdos which is absolutely hilarious so look forward to that um good lols we've got any got any admin we need to do um seeing as we got rid of our ads quick thanks to dan self-made thanks for sponsoring the pod lovely man um thanks for everyone who's still on patreon as well you're the bollocks yeah thanks yeah feel free check out our patreon um you get early access yeah you do get early access and if we wait for the food stories if we do any merch or anything like that, there'll be discounts on that, but I don't know what we're doing. So I don't want to promise anything and then not deliver. So yeah, if you want to buy well, us a beer or a coffee, sort us out three quid a month, that'd be grand. No talking pressure, you'll, of, you'll still get it. You were saying, hun? Thanks, hun. Just wait for you to finish there. Um, <laughs> talking of merch, I'm going to get some teas made for Brighton Tattoo Convention, a classic how much for a sleeve tea be available at the booth come and i know that we're a little way off i'm just very excited we're just chatting to someone about it oh, an upcoming guest we're i'm buzzing a bit because we've just spoken to somebody absolutely lush and every time we speak to somebody we both are just left so euphoric aren't we yeah so we've, like that's we've made a, a bit mate silly every time we, we talk to anyone every is, time every time how, how lovely that feels I know, Wonderful. yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Every person, I'm like, oh, I just want them to be my friend. I want to hang out with them every day. Wish we could just chat to them all the time. Um, but yeah, so that that made me well excited for Brian because think about everyone that's going to be there. And so, we're, yeah, we're going to have some teas. Come and say hello. Michael will be there. That's nice. Yeah, I'll be there getting in everyone's way. So look forward to that. Um, yes. That's fine. Um, I do have one bit of admin. If you listen to it on Spotify, please can you go on to the web player and give us a star rating so that because at the moment we still haven't got one because I think you need a certain amount of people to do it. So if you could do that, give it five obvs. Um, that would be great. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, please do that. Oh, a little shout out to another, a fellow, I say a fellow tattoo podcast, but are we a tattoo podcast? I don't know. Um it feels like a poo past poo cast <laughs> actually a tattoo traditions podcast they they slid into our dms this week and we shared a bit of love which is so nice yeah. it's nice to have some camaraderie is that the right word camera is that a word camera camaraderie 
chamomile chamomile theory elvis despise <laughs> oh for fuck's sake yeah he's getting in on the action now right it was just a little it was like a little whistle <laughs> he's, curled, he's curled up next to me yeah um so yeah tattoo traditions check it out they've literally just um spoken to mark mahoney the Big holy things. grail of podcast guests loads of good tradition um info on it and he asked actually if we had ever spoken to billy because he the episode he listened to we'd spoken a lot about um my father-in-law who had a good service of my bmw and <laughs> um, who used to tattoo before he serviced bmws um and he asked if we'd had him on the pod i said no but that'd be pretty cool actually i don't know how much he'd want to do that it's just a good old suffolk boy quiet but maybe we could maybe we could convince him do it yeah have you had any any lols this week uh I think I have. It's been pretty, been pretty dry. All the lols that I've had have been on our season two guests that we've, we've, we've yeah, had. we've had some we've, big lols. We've been a bit them, prolific yeah. recently, so yeah, I know. I think that's about it. Oh, I did have one actually on Sunday. I made a classic error. I took my nephew to a soft play area on a weekend. Oh dear! Fucking never doing that again. There Do was ever. there was two birthday parties. Uh, there was there was never fewer than two birthday parties, but there was sometimes four because of the crossover. And there was a very small ball pit in there that smelled of actual methane and onions. Oh, how lovely. So it was called Monster Kids in Bramley, I think it's called, uh, in Leeds. And they had operatives that were going around with like little spray things, like wiping down the slides and stuff, but you can't go and disinfect 2000 balls and it wasn't a particularly big ball pit <laughs> but <laughs> um no one was doing it and yeah they just fucking honked um i'm never that that smell it was like british gas and pickled onion monster munch oh i don't because kids don't smell of like bo so i don't know what i don't know what it was the parents I fucking don't know it was minging but it was just that ball pit, just the area where the ball pit was. Everything else was fine. Pardon me. Talking of balls, e. um, it's not going where you think it is. I went to IKEA. I had a late night IKEA trip this week, and nice. IKEA is absolute hell on earth. But it was, it was sort of, I could cope with it because it was evening, and I had a romantic date with my poo friend, um, eating <laughs> balls. She'd never had them, the old IKEA meatballs. Yeah, and when, were... I'm always fascinated by the we always if we go to YK we get one of the the veggie hot dogs and they're 60 pence yeah it's nuts and I think it would be cheap at one pound fifty yeah if they you know you get a hot dog a hot dog for one pound fifty what are you on about but they're 60 pence yeah it blows my mind well like you queue up if you go into like the main canteen so I went to the lakeside one and you're queuing up and it's like a school canteen experience. You're queuing up with your tray yeah. and you go down um, the little aisle bit where you're waiting for the hot food. You're waiting to be served your balls and they've got fridges of puddings and some of them are labelled and some of them aren't. So <laughs> you really have to guess. There was some That's cake that was sort pudding of pudding roulette. Absolute pudding roulette. And like a few other things. They have such random food at Ikea. They have a plate of marinated salmon. 
And then they have um, what was labelled up as a sandwich, which is actually a salad. And then the hot options, some mystery cakes. Um, I purchased just to try a pickled mushroom crisp. Uh, that was unusual. Is it nice? And then, Sounds like it could be nice. It, I was anticipating it being like a cross between Space Invaders yeah. and um, a mushroom. Uh, it just tasted like a mushroom. Uh, that can be a bit. Yeah. It was underwhelming and I was so hungry I hadn't eaten anything all day then we drove down to Lakeside which takes like an hour and a half yeah. and we queuing up it felt like ages so I was like picking everything off as we by the time I got down to the balls I had like two kinds of cake <laughs> some mystery crisps mystery, um, cake, mystery crisps and then I, she said crisps. how many balls do you want eight twelve or sixteen I was like sixteen obviously yeah, so they put me. 12 on your plate and then they put in a little ramekin for extra balls right so i've seen that you get four you get four extra in a little in a little thing for a quid i reckon there's an eu directive that they that they that shouldn't need to go and do anymore because of brexit we um, take about going control i bet you're not allowed that says you're not allowed that many balls on one plate like straight <laughs> bananas in it i mean i'm not opposed <laughs> <laughs> Don't even put them on the plate. Just whack them at me. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Just fire them at me like you're in a bar in Thailand. <laughs> How do you do that with your mouth? How that do was they my do mouth. That with <laughs> right. That's enough, I think. That's enough. I'm this sorry. Is... I'm very sorry, Mrs. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. I yeah, um, hope you're well. <laughs> And, and um, your mother. Yeah. This is episode 36 of How Much for a Sleeve with Lord Montana Blue. This is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. For this episode, our first official episode of the year that we're where we have someone other than just us. Yeah. <laughs> we're chatting to the awesome Lord Montana Blue. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, how are you doing? Well, good. Thank Dude. you, mate. Thanks for coming on. Oh, no uh, problem. Thanks Thank you so much. How was um, all your Christmas and New Year and shit been? Uh, interesting. Yeah, I got wild sick on Christmas Day. My oh, friend's no. baby. Yeah, my friend's baby took me and my partner entirely out. Uh, yeah. What with a with a <laughs> babyitis, vomiting bug. Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah, like, they're fucking nasty kids. They uh, do fucking all they do is hang around and. Spread particles over each other and then give adults babies, the shits, don't they? Babies <laughs> love me, and in turn, I'll be the first to go. I can feel it the moment I get handed a child. Yeah. Oh. I know it's over for the next three days. <laughs> Have you got kids? No, 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 I haven't. I don't think you should do it now. Like, you're just going to be ill the whole time. <laughs> like smoking. Just if you don't do it as an adult, just don't take it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so how long have you been uh, tattooing? How did you get into it? Tattooing about 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just getting tattooed. And I think like most people getting tattooed and looking at it and thinking, you know what? If someone taught me, I think I could be good. Was my whole motivation. And I think it was just like youthful arrogance of like going through <laughs> some of the worst magazines and being like this is awful <laughs> if someone taught me I think I could keep up with this look and once you start tattooing you're like it's not awful it's just difficult 
Yeah. <laughs> it's the long and short of it. And then and then a long climb to actually being worth a shit starts. <laughs> I suppose like magazines 15 years ago, they were pretty shit, weren't they? Like you look back and you're like, wow, we used to think this was so good. Like I've got like I'm such a hoarder for anything printed, but it's stuff like <laughs> Savage Mag. Do you remember Savage magazine? Oh, I would Vaguely, maybe. Is that a UK one? No, it was one of the American ones. It'd oh, be right, like right. tattooed biker chicks. It was like one of those. Oh, okay. It was like once you've run out of the good ones and then you get desperate, <laughs> then you're like, now I'll buy. And you go through it, you're like, oh, that was a waste. <laughs> I've, still, I've still got so much of that stuff. My other half cleaned, cleared out his shirt and he's got boxes and boxes of like all tat life and and whatever it was from like 2000 2001 that sort of stuff it's mad looking at it just all it's just all like new school swallows and diamonds and stuff yeah, yeah that, I mean, that was my era when I started tattooing it was all that like I'm if you, yeah you can see it <laughs> like, <laughs> you can definitely happy. age people by their tattoos can't you like percent yeah, stars, the Rihanna era, like tribal <laughs> dolphin on the arm. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got my picture of dead swallows and yeah, with I like the crosses on the eyes. Yeah, I've got, yeah. <laughs> I still love that stuff, but it's it was that weird thing of some of it was amazing and some of it ended up on t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The yeah. I've got washed away under the weight of stuff on t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I made it out. I made it out without the double flamed arms. Oh my god! <laughs> I had an ex who had like, you know, those fake sleeves that were like material. Um, no way. What am I talking about? I had an ex who actually had those sleeves. Flames, got their double flamed arms and I hope that stings by the way. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that knob. Um, but I did have another ex. This is probably more embarrassing. He had like those fake sleeves with a little tribal up it. So yeah. we would like put it on, then he'd wear those um studded bands around his wrist and then he'd tuck it into his t-shirt. I remember being on the tube and people looking at him like why is that man wearing tights in his arms? <laughs> I, I didn't realise anyone wore those um, f- fashion. I thought they were like a um, fancy dress as a I'm going yeah. as the rocker. Same. Put them on. I knew it wasn't going to last as an accessory. at that point. That's awful. Yeah. He was in his 30s as well at that That's point. That's fucking mental. Oh, There's no need for that at all. <laughs> I know. This could be forgiven because he's like, I can't get tattooed. I'm going to wear the thing. But if you're wearing yeah. your 30s. Yeah. I know he as a person like he was pretty cool he was like a metal DJ which I think is why I went out with him because he was the metal DJ <laughs> at our metal club that we used to go to when I was like 16 like I wasn't 16 when I went out with him but he started up at his house and carried his laptop off take those tattoo sleeve tights with you as well officer they've done some things yeah his name is um, David <laughs> Smith he lives no. at uh, 27 Smith Street Road. Oh, right. <laughs> right. No more of that. <laughs> For a while, Mick had to like spend most of the editing time bleeping out when I 
used to drop in inappropriate <laughs> names. Just duxing people left, right, and centre. It, it was just one person that no one, no one likes, and it was yeah. uh, Lucy was a, it was a repeat offender. <laughs> for her I mean, not in the same well. way that he no, was. No, no, like enough, just no. to clarify, he was a repeat offender. Lucy just said he it was a repeat offender. I just said it all the time. I mean, if you did it. Keep talking about it. I'm, I know. I know. It's just, I know. Yeah. But you know, yeah. one wants to get sued. That's it. That's we it. Got, <laughs> we got told yeah. once that we should go on some. Um, what was it? On media training. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah. It was like a thing to know. Just make sure that you say allegedly at some point, yeah. point in the sentence, and you're allegedly. fine. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh no, we're not going to do that. We'll just cut <laughs> it out. So when when you um, when you started when you were looking when you were getting tattooed did. Were you drawing as well? Was that uh, yeah, college graphic, and stuff like that? Yeah, I was a graphic designer before that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm one of the university kids that did art. And then, I mean, I, I was rare in tattooing when I started. There were very few of us, like, I went to art school and I did da 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 da, da. But now it feels like it's quite a thing where it's a lot more people have kind of a traditional art education. But from going through that world, I just hated it. I hated being a graphic, I hated the graphic design world in the fact that it wasn't so much about graphic designers trying to mooch your way into jobs. And then once you've done the job, trying to get paid. And and I was getting tattooed a bunch at the time and I thought, you know what? I think I can do that. And yeah. And was that like working for like agent marketing agencies and yeah i done some freelance graphic stuff and it was like absolute hell yeah it's, it's not like i mean I, i've got respect for my friends who still do it but jesus i can't I'd have yeah that thing. there's a page i wish i could remember what the name is it's on instagram and it was like designers humor or something like that, that it's all about oh, sorry the meme page of what it does yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it's so <laughs> accurate. It was so good. It gives me flashbacks from those days. Meetings with creative directors. Oh, uh, God. Awesome. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I used to do like freelance stuff when I was trying to support myself through my apprenticeship. And it was just not worth it in the end. It was like, I'm doing this to keep earning money, but you're not paying me. It's not really working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So did you did you do an apprenticeship? Yeah, I did. I did. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it was an apprenticeship. I mean, it wasn't as a traditional an apprenticeship as you hear a lot of people do do, but it was because I was part of the shop before the shop was a shop. So I was asked to learn before the like Jolly Rouge was a shop. So we built the shop before so, I apprenticed. So we all oh, we cool. built it and then started tattooing out of it. So. Yeah. Oh wow! And you've been there the whole time. I've been there. I left for a little spell for a couple of years, a year or two, and then I came back. Oh, and now it's the end of an era. I can't believe it's going. Yeah. I mean, everything. There was a lot of problems with the building, and so yeah, it's. Oh. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Like, have you got stuff lined up? I've been having chats with people and trying to figure out where to go. But when you've been spoilt for so long, it's hard to kind of start again. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much starting again, but it it kind of is that way when you've been in an established shop for a length of time. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So are you thinking like stay in London or something or are you going to maybe travel? Um, well, because I've got friends who've got shops that have regular guests at anyway. And with the shop still crap in its pants, I don't know how feasible it is to travel far at all. Yeah. yeah. Like I haven't done a guest spot since all of this started. So it's been two years since I've done a guest spot or done a show. And uh, like I was, my convention circuit was pretty heavy duty when the world was open. <laughs> it's so weird to be home for such a long period of time. Like on yeah. the most doing a show a, a show a month. Wow. Yeah. My God, that must have been so exhausting. It does, but you kind of get used to it because you just it keeps everything rolling. Yeah. Kind of excitement. It makes you feel like you're actually doing the job. And one of those things of if you're not traveling, you're not traveling is built into tattooing, it feels like. So if my suitcase is collecting dust, I'm not doing the job. Mm. (laughs) yeah I love to travel like I'm normally well last year I was kind of catching up on UK guest spots I'm normally go abroad a couple of times to work and I absolutely love that part I'm super sociable I'm like comfortable strangers I could just go into a shop and just be like this like (laughs) I love it so I really missed it but I've got a bit because I've not been booking flights and traveling I've got a bit like yeah yeah the thought of going abroad now is a bit like oh fuck and I've got Brighton convention next month and it's like oh my god I'm so unprepared I haven't had to think about this for so long (laughs) same I'm doing that show um ah awesome yeah I'm just thinking I haven't got a backdrop yes I haven't got any I don't know where anything is anymore (laughs) I've got I've got four conventions set somewhere (laughs) I um, I know, I was like, fuck, I need to get t-shirts and that made, but I'm running out of time. <laughs> I think I'm going to be one of those, just turn up, I am here, take me as I am and let's do the thing. Write yeah. it on the wall behind you in a big pen when you yeah. get there. Yeah. Done, next. Yeah, I've never been the gaffer tape person. I've never done that with the gaffer tape sign. But Yeah, it's old school, isn't it? Always <laughs> time to start. <laughs> this is your chance. <laughs> If you come back in with like setting the bar really low, yeah, then it's probably can go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with your like style of tattoo, well, what I guess like what sort of style would you describe your your tattoos as? I don't know. I've never known. I just kind of because when I started tattooing, it was all very new school. But I don't think what I do is quite that. And then when the whole like neo trad thing became a thing, it was yeah. really weird to me because that had existed <laughs> in the realms of new school or what, what people were calling new school already. It existed, there were amazing artists that were doing that thing. Yeah. And then when it became a style all of its own, it was just like, geez like those people are going to be pissed <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing this thing for 10 years and then it's it's kind of got labeled and then people jumped onto it i don't i guess it's color graphics i guess i don't but even that doesn't match because then you'd assume it was something like buena vista and what those guys are doing over there yeah so yeah i don't know it is do you think people, i guess do you think we're going to be affected by this color band? Do you think it's going to come to the UK? I hope. 
the laziness of our politicians <laughs> bear fruit that they just yeah. won't care about us enough to do anything about it. Yeah. I think that they'll have more important things that they've yeah. tried to fuck up. There's or more money to put... steal from somewhere than to yeah. talk about tattooing. It's... That's a fair point. There's, they, they can't make <laughs> any money off doing it one thing or the other, can they? It's, yeah. I think the only knock on effect maybe that will hit us is if manufacturing goes down in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going to get ours from? I know. I think Eternal is made in the Netherlands. So I don't know how they, how it works really with like manufacturing. It'll be, well, I think because a lot of my pigments I use are from the States. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, well, I don't, I don't really use any color at all. But my other half said, I said, well, aren't Eternal American? And he said, yeah, it's an American brand, but they're manufactured in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, Gwen Douglas put up a post and she was like, just packing up all my my colour because now I can't use it. If anyone's down with some black work. I I know a lot of Spanish tattooists and they've had a colour ban for a while. Okay. And they use the appropriate (laughs) colours. And there's going to be a lot of that of just like prohibition style pull away like ink sections and yeah well like um a couple of things i saw anthony fleming put a post up and he wrote on a bottle of red ink like not for tattooing he was like (laughs) there you go problem solved yeah yeah what is is the actual law is it is the law for the production of it or for the tattooing with it i'm not actually sure to be honest i'm quite ignorant about it because i it's the it's a problem with pigments, I think, is where there's your own in. Because there's some you can use and some you can't. Yeah. And they're taking out a lot of the core pigments that go into making the spectrum of it. So I was having a little look at a diagram and you're kind of left with yellows and browns and not yeah. much. So you could do some nice yeah. bruising. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like nothing with any blue, was it? I think it yeah. was the main blue is the main right, issue. So if, but... if blue is a, a pigment within the colour. Yeah. 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 But I'm not sure. Like Gwen's post was just like just packing up all of her colour. So I don't know. Not really sure. Because I only use black ink. I was I just about yeah, okay. to um, turn up to shows with a carrier bag. Yeah. In it. <laughs> yeah. Lots of dragging cases. <laughs> yeah, literally. Little oboe with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we had a um, prison style Tim on and he his cat because he does hand plate tattoos his carry case is literally like a VHS case and inside he's just got like some needles and some um, tongue depressors and pots and that's it that's all he puts in his bag when he travels <laughs> like my case is so big <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember getting when I got tattooed by um, someone Bob Bob Tyrell once he did it at a convention and he turned up with like one of those huge travel suitcases like one of the ones that you take if you're going for a month yeah. he opened it up it's just full of stuff and he still only used like three things three greys that was great. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have yeah. all the kit though it's yeah everything it was probably like 15 bottles of Jack Daniels <laughs> to be fair like making it look so full <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i guess we just have to see won't we like i guess um stuff will change all the time surely they'll be able to come 
work around it or just or like well when they banned tattooing in New York people were still tattooing people were still tattooing like tattooing in New York hasn't been legal for long like uh, yeah yeah it's mad we had a uh, Michelle Miles on on an episode and she started tattooing in 94 which was during the ban mm. and then as soon as they legalized it they opened up Daredevil like the day of or something was, was it too everyone, everyone was opening yeah. Oh yeah. God, there's another t- brand oh, of tattoo shop with, yeah. with an existing client base of that's weird, yeah. isn't it? But there were tens of twenties of these all through the city. Yeah. <laughs> when was it, Mick? Can you remember? Is it two thousand and six? I've got a feeling it was two thousand and four. Fifteen years I had in my head, though you've been allowed to do it. So two thousand six, two thousand five wow. would be something that makes sense. That's mad. But yeah, and that's if you think New York's very like, modern liberal yeah. place yeah. it just yeah. i just think and that's another thing like you said there with the i don't if it's on if the onus is on and this is my ignorance here so apologies for not knowing but if the onus is on the tattooer not to use it you just do it anyway who's yeah who's knocking yeah. on the door and saying sniffing your pigments you're allowed to you're not oh. yeah it's a thing of like are they going to send secret shopper tattooists in to get yeah, <laughs> so much money and effort and you yeah. know mystery shoppers yeah <laughs> What you, and what's the point? Like, until you put the stencil on. Nah, nah, you're, uh, caught, you're doing it. You're definitely going to do ha- it. I guess you'd have to do the tattoo. Yeah. And you're putting a stencil on and you notice there's like five, one line like on their <laughs> arm where someone's gone to do a tattoo. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I keep, keep starting but not getting very far. <laughs> you a copper. Get out. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you about a couple of things on your Instagram bio. One is that you're a curator of the mix pages. Is that right? Mix page? Yeah. Mix pages. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? I saw it's yeah. about like print. It's well, it's pretty much my print hoarding thing of because I've got a collect, I, I just collect books and anything printed, and I've got a bunch of tattoo stuff. And it was during lockdown when I was thinking, well, I'm just going to share some of this stuff. Just doing videos of just page flick throughs. Awesome. So people can see through reference books that they may not own themselves. Just purely, I guess, purely because I'm just nosy and I wish <laughs> other people had those pages just so I can see other people's reference books. Because people use the internet a lot. And when, do you know when you see a tattoo and someone's done a rose and you know that it's on page? two of google searches <laughs> yeah across it before and you're like yeah that's that thing from page two that's that bird from the front page as well whereas yeah. if it's coming from a book it's it feels rarer yeah and it just feels a bit more interesting and yeah i just wanted to share a bit of that yeah i should get back to it really i haven't done it for a while it's just finding time to actually do it yeah i know was that a lockdown yeah. First yeah, lockdown task, yeah. Lockdown. i was doing it before lockdown and then kind of once lockdown happens you've got a bit more time to mm indulge in books instead of life i know i love a book i love a vintage book or an antique book i just i wish i had more time to literally sit and go through them the stuff i've got but no there's a stack just out of shot of books i own that i know i haven't gone through and i have to keep it separate from the stuff i have got just so (laughs) i remember i own them so i can go through them love that it does look like you're in a library 
it carries on. Oh, wow. There's so many. Oh, oh I'd, I'd love a good rifle through that, those shelves. There's a lot of fun stuff. What's your favourite reference book, do you think? Uh, I don't know, actually. That's a hard one, isn't it? It's like, what's your favourite song? What's oh, your favourite film? Yeah, I go through phases, but one that I would always, whenever people are like, I need to get a reference book, it would be this Andrew Loon's thing. And this hands and faces. Uh, and it's just teaches oh. you how to draw hands and faces. And, and it's not one a lot of people own. Oh, wow. Yeah. That looks awesome. Get a hold of that. Yeah, I'm, oh, also, I'm, a, I'm a petrol doubles haver as well. So, yeah. You're a what, sorry? Ha- having doubles of stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> In case you lose one. Or just, or just forget you bought one, it. And then, yeah, forget I bought it and I'll buy it again. My mum has a book of a list of the books she has because she's just got thousands and she's like, she loves going to a car boot so she'll take a little pocket book around and she'll be like browsing the books and then she'll just reference like have I got it no I can buy it oh, yeah I want to <laughs> hang out with your mum because <laughs> she's the ultimate hoarder also like she was an antique dealer for years so oh, she's cool. just well organized like remembering her itinerary but you wouldn't know to go in a house because it's so <laughs> full <laughs> so full of antiques she knows where everything is yeah that's under I mean maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your mum's side go mum to the <laughs> yeah my mom is lush to be fair she's awesome and my cat absolutely hates my mom which is sad because my mom is the best um he actually just hates everyone to be honest but like my mom was over my house a couple of days ago i'd just been clearing out a room and um she we just stood up and upstairs hallway and the cat had been asleep in the bed and he just like casually strolled out came in the hallway was looking at me looking at the stuff everywhere and then he suddenly went <gasps> And saw my mum and was like backed away with tackles oh, no. up. It's so funny. That's my even mom, like, worse than attacking. I know. <laughs> I know. That's that's know. hard. You hiss at her though, like if um, because she comes in and feeds him. My mom lives just a couple of doors down from me, so if I'm away, she'll come in and feed him. Like, and he's still an like, arsehole. Your... <laughs> yeah, he's such a dig. He's such a dig. <laughs> my poor old mum. She's like. Huh? Maybe it's because she smells like dog. I don't know. Don't know what it is. She hasn't got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just been hanging out with your mum, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, she does have a dick. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, mate. Now you fucking fucked yourself up. Um, I saw that you, you did. Uh, you got interviewed by Vice. Yeah, sorry, how did that, how I'm did just that... going to say she doesn't have a dick. I'm just trying to say she does have a dog. She does. Oh, you mean... My mom doesn't have a dick, but she does have a dog. Now we've got that. I'm not here to judge. We've got that. Now we've got that um, boxed off. Um, we'll leave Lucy for a couple of minutes. Um, yeah. So you were interviewed by interviewed by Vice. How did that come about? They just reached out and we're just like, yeah, we'd like to talk to you about tattoo etiquette and da 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 da. And yeah, normally I say no to almost everything. Like I'm oh, just a, we, we feel blessed then, thank you. But um it seemed it seemed interesting and I thought oh, that's a different angle and it's not anything negative and it kind of seems to be 
engaging customers in a positive way. So I thought, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, because it's, it's the thing we, we do talk about quite a lot on here because I come from the customer point of view yeah. and say it is sometimes really fucking hard to do something because you, you, you shut down your communications or you don't do this, you don't leave open. But I now, from talking to people, understand why. But yeah, I think I still think, and from the name of the, the thing we're on, tattoo etiquette is... I'm fascinated by it, like yeah. the, the the horror stories and the way people behave sometimes. Just, I love it. Yeah. You got any funny stories? It's from just like we always have this conversation of does it feel? And I don't know if it's a weird term or if it's an appropriate term, but like tattoo weirdos. <laughs> oh, totally. They've disappeared. And oh. where are the tattoo weirdos? Like, the strange people that would come through and, like, be weird, but they don't think they're being weird. They think they're being normal, so they make you feel crazy. Yeah, and then you get slightly <laughs> awkward and then start yeah. possibly being a bit weird back to them. And they would always their turn up back. being, like, permanent. Like, in the shop, I think my favourite Jolly Rouge tattoo weirdo <laughs> oh no he's not my favorite okay <laughs> i can't tell this story Sorry, too many too many to choose from oh yeah there's something it was this guy who was what did we make that up you might have to edit that out um, <laughs> let's call him smith smith and he would come in and get his nipples tattooed <gasps> i have a story like this and originally right it might be that right so originally he'd come in and he had them done already and I'm not going to put the artist who did its name out there but he took it on to fix them because we'd assumed he came in with maybe no areola and he was sensitive about it so he wanted the areolas tattooed on Mm -hmm. and whoever had taken on the job had boned it right so we'd taken on the job to fix it which seemed fair wasn't weird then he comes back and it's like, can I have them bigger? So the guy who did the job was like, okay, cool, bigger, makes sense, I guess. I don't know why you'd want that, but your body, <laughs> your choice, you do whatever you want. He comes back, can I have them darker? So this like, is the like fourth, fourth or fifth time he's had his. Comes back in, time. can I have them bigger? So it's bigger, darker, bigger, darker. And the whole, and if you imagine um <laughs> little Britain. Yeah. The guy in the chair. The, yeah, the bald head and the long hair. Him, the little one in the chair. Imagine him, yeah. same joggy bottoms, Fuck pulled up. Oh, my God. Getting these tattoos done, and it just twigs. Do you know when you do? After about four sessions, and at that time, I think I was apprenticing, or I hadn't been tattooed long, and I was dying, laughing at this situation, <laughs> thinking, why is it? This isn't real. Do you know when it twigs and you're like, this yeah. isn't real. There's a camera this somewhere and we're going to be, we're going to be on the telly. At it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not for tattooing sake. It's uh, and all the time he'd be talking about like weird cuisine, which made the whole situation weirder. So he'd be like, have you gone to the Ugandan restaurant whilst getting these giant nipples tattooed on? And you're like, <laughs> How are you talking about this subject? Can't you see what's happening? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? I mean, how big, how big were they? Uh, 
Maybe oh, I might be embellishing, but if, it might be like the top of a like a cross section of a tennis ball. They were like, <gasps> and like, <laughs> oh were. my god, like that photo. You know where is it? Nick Jonas or one of the Jonas Brothers? It was photoshopped to make him look like he had really massive nipples. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bin lids, wasn't it? It yeah. was that big, and it's it's one of those tattoo etiquette things where. You don't know where someone's coming from, so yeah. you can't label them a tattoo weirdo. They might just be coming from a, a place where they need that tattoo doing. So you can't immediately go, no, you're at it, get out, until yeah. it's become irrefutable that you're <laughs> at it. You are it. a weirdo. You are get at the it. fuck out. You're a tattoo weirdo. You need to leave. I don't, oh I, I don't know what happened to him. I did hear that he went somewhere else afterwards. <laughs> So he it's became like a... someone else's problem. Oh my god! And I think it's when he came and he was like, "Can I have it lighter?" And we we're like, "Fucking no!" Because <laughs> <laughs> no. in in a couple of weeks you're going to be back asking it for it to be slightly bigger darker. and slightly darker. And there you yeah. Go. <laughs> so, what do you reckon? What do you reckon it was a a sex thing? I... Like a pain thing, like a sado thingy. Right. What was so the thing about it was. I'd like to believe it was a sex thing because that makes sense to me. Yeah, it almost gives yeah. it a justification almost. But the weird talking about the food and how yeah. nonchalant he <laughs> yeah. was takes away the sex thing for me, yeah. which then fucks my head up more because then it's like, what was if it? If it's not a sex thing, what are you doing? Yeah. What's yeah, that... happening? <laughs> was he like, I want them the size of a pancake. I really like pancakes. Do you like pancakes? That like would Ethiopian even, pancakes. That would make sense to me, but he wasn't even referencing the. And then he would be like, "I've come in to get these done." And then, <laughs> <laughs> like wiggling his finger. These. Yeah, like and Walked everything top about up. it was weird and odd. And I was glad I was working reception at the time, so I think I was still too low on the totem pole to have been thrown that job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my you God. You said you wanted to do your first tattoo soon. Well, here it is. Yeah, here, here it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Like, but he's he's one of many <laughs> like that. Like, I've always thought I might do a little zine now that the shop's kind of done. Oh, I yeah. I do a little zine of all the the tattoo weirdo stories. We used to oh, that'd be it. so good. We, we had a nipple guy. And I didn't really like believe it. So Grant, my other half, um, I when I first started, I was like, oh, have you had any weirdos and that? And he said he'd had a guy come in and he'd wanted his nipples to be tattooed purple. And he's like, he said, he was he's like, it's not it's not a normal nipple, you don't understand. He had quite like a few piercings in it. And um, he said it was like the size of a little finger, basically, this nipple like protruding. And he said, so he did, he was like, all right, mate. So he did in purple and he's literally having to like flip him over to tattoo one to oh, leave, like, flip oh him to the side. Like, he, he did it and the guy was well chuffed and that went away. And then a few months later, he came back and he's like, I've decided I want them back instead. So Grant's like, okay. <laughs> At which point he's had like more piercings in. Now it's like the size of a middle finger. Well, that's not, that's an exaggeration, but still like fucking huge. And um, so he did it black, you know, flipped it over, slapped it onto the chest. Like, you have to have a way. special like mini nipple like rest. a 50 mag out. Like. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm such a tattoo nerd that if that was going on in the shop, yeah. I'd be perched on his shoulder being like, how the fuck yeah. are you doing this tattoo? Like, I know. Well, that's it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, sure. I didn't really understand it when he said about like the size. I didn't mean he meant like the length. I yeah. thought he meant maybe yeah. like this. The area. <laughs> like, so- Area. Area. Yeah. The circumference. 
yeah and then this guy came in once when I was on reception he was like I just thought I'd come and let you know like how they've healed a couple of years in and he whipped him out and honestly it was like <laughs> just dangling and he had so had so many it was like a Jacob's Ladder for the nipple it's like, it a, was, like yeah. a raffle like, <laughs> yeah. it was like what was it was it the Moomins no what was that kids tv show where the guy had like that long hook nose Oh, like a pink the raccoons raccoons the raccoons um, yeah cyril sneer yeah cyril sneer <laughs> just going around eating his trees nose was, was like this man's game. nipples yeah but do you, so do you think that was a thing one. where he was maybe not i didn't sexual. have any other tattoos either oh yeah that's 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 that makes feels, it weird. yeah, do you like yeah. To think, was he just proud of his long pierced nipples and he wanted to <laughs> Enhance them and wave them around a bit. Yeah. I sort of get Century. that more than more than I've come to have these done again. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're right though. He knew you're, what you're his are... qualities were, and yeah. he went for it. He, he was. You are right though when, when you say that these. I wonder if these weirdos are thinning out a bit, and we're losing them, and that there there are no wi- new apprentice weirdos coming up well, and taking the on the mantle. I miss there. those guys. Yeah, because they've come through and. It was just, it just felt like a, that's one, one of the things I love about tattooing is it was a proper slice of life. Yeah. No other job will put in front of you. You will never interact. Like chances are these, I should stop calling them tattoo readers, <laughs> but <laughs> a job where they work in the back of somewhere and no one interacts with them properly, but oh, they come yeah. into the tattoo shop and they're like, no, I understand you're weird, but you are weird. It's fine. In yeah. your- oh. Let's see yeah. what weird thing you're going to like inflict on us today. Like. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you're right as well in that it isn't a, it's done from a place of, of curiosity almost. Like, yeah. why are you doing that? Why is that what you want to get done rather than this bloke's weird? I don't want him near me. Oh, no, I'm like, this guy's weird. In you come. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. 100%. Sit down. Tell me what you're about. I want to know. Yeah. Like, because chances are he's looking at us like, oh man, okay, here's another weird story. He wasn't my favorite weird guy. I didn't like this guy, not so much. But he was, so he was called Wee Man in our shop. Because we used to have, when we had a paper diary, so you, everyone would have a little nickname. So you remembered who was who. Yeah. He was Wee Man. And he would come in and get these like, he came in and got, it was a t-shirt with SOP on it. And it was, and it had like a Japanese wave coming out of it. And he was very particular that he wanted it to be umber colored. Didn't question it. He seemed <laughs> odd, but he was getting his tattoo, whatever. Yeah. And then, so got done. And then he came in and got, you know, the little caricature of the kid pissing on a football shirt. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So he came in and got that, but he was really particular that he wanted a bit of the dick showing. <laughs> <laughs> and this was oh. a tattoo. So I was like, okay. So then we got so we got curious and we were like, what the hell is SOP? We've got to know. Let's just Google it. We've got to find out. This is weird. And we figured out Society of Pedophiles. Soaked in pleasure. Oh dear. Oh. Oh, that is definitely a sex thing. I thought he meant we as in little. Now I know. Right, right, yeah, right. Man, so, man. Because that's an old in. that's an old football tattoo, isn't it? Like yeah. and it will say yeah. I, um 
SOTV I've seen, which is shit on the villa and a lot of Birmingham <laughs> on fans. The, on the thing, yeah. Yeah, we'll have that. We're pissing on a on a on the thing. On a, on a, find out that was his shirt, yeah. And it's like cool. Okay, that's your thing. And then I mean something else gross happened, but I won't say that on you. And then no, tell, on, us, tell us no, the gross thing. So one time he came in and Matt Morrison came upstairs and he was like, What is that smell? It feels like the drains have backed up. Oh no. And everyone's got their heads down tattooing. And he's and he's got quite a big voice. So he's like, What's that? Someone's got to do something about it. It's not cool. I think something's wrong with the drains. We've got to fix it. Head down tattooing. And I hadn't been tattooing long. And then he got there, and I think whoever was on reception stopped him and was like, no, 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 I think that's fucking wee, man. We couldn't tell before, but now we can. Because you know when someone starts to sweat when they tattoo, mm. when they're being tattooed, yeah. it just infuses, and you're like, that's uh, gross. So that was uh, gross. He come back, and he was getting, so after all of that, he wanted to get this tattoo, this five-star tattoo, you know, the 80s band five-star? After uh-huh. all the weird fetish stuff we get, and it was everyone was like five star, yeah. The band five star, yeah. <laughs> Not anything weird, five star. I was like, no, okay, cool. Getting his five star tattooed, and someone was getting tattooed in the other chair made fun of the five star tattoo, and he was outraged. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Fair enough. But you know, when you're like, all the stuff you've gotten done, that was the tipping point for you, the five star yeah. tattoo. Was the thing that caused the problem? Like everyone went to the store, and it was bloody five star that tipped the balance. Oh my word! But yeah, that guy. Yeah, the thing is, I I imagine there's nothing worse than having someone stinking off when you're tattooing them. It's bad, and every time it's happened to me, they don't smell straight away. It's when you're about half hour into the tattoo, and then all of a sudden they turn into a human oil diffuser yeah it is different it's i don't know there'll be some science behind it but it's a different sweat i'm aware of it that it's like an intense because your body's going through a bit of a panic and it does it behaves a bit differently yeah but if you're if you're clean you don't stink it's if you've got like stale piss on you and then you sweat through the piss (laughs) that's gonna do it you spent your morning getting weed on by some dudes the thing is i'm not even kink shame and get peed on all you want just have a shower. Yeah. Just wash it off. Have a shower in general. We don't want to share the pee. Yeah, like no. I'm not, yeah, Keep it to yourself. This, my, this, is my, this is my place of work. Yeah. Oh. Like, tell us about your kink. Don't involve us in it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh my God. Have you ever had it where somebody's had, like, smelly blood? I, the thing is, because of the way I tattoo and the way I was taught, my tattoos don't generally bleed. Like, that. yeah. I maybe that's why I've only noticed it like once, but well, like once I'd done I'd done like this tribal tattoo years ago, years and years ago, and his blood it was bleeding like hell. Like it was, I was literally like, what the fuck? And I'm so squeamish. I hate blood. I'm not in the right job. No. I fucking hate blood. It's funny and, you know, when you tell people tattoos don't bleed that much, and they're like, what? yeah. I know, yeah, but this was fucking gushing and it reeked. Oh. It smelled so bad. I don't. It smelled like like I don't even know, like dirty soil. I guess that's like the best way to describe yeah. it. It was 
Gross. I, I wish it was my, like pandemic time or a mask. That was horrible. But yeah, that's when I was like, right, I'm only going to do tattoos that take 10 minutes now, so I don't let anyone bleed. <laughs> Is that thing that was with the tattoo etiquette? If you don't want to make anybody feel self-conscious about that oh, stuff, yeah. Yeah. then you've got to keep the game face on. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. But those, I, I, that part of tattooing, I love. All of those. It's what makes tattooing tattooing is yeah. getting to actually interact with all of those people. I wouldn't ever I love it. contact with a wee fetish guy in my day to day. Like, <laughs> I'm not part of that scene. So I would never, you know, that's part that. I would never come into contact with it. And it's yeah. I'm kind of grateful I did because then I know. Now you know. Yeah. It's true. I love it. I love the people we meet. Like, it's just the best. Me, I'm always so interested in people as well. I'm like, well, tell me about yourself. What do you do? Like, what are you doing? Like, we have for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And it's always weird when you're like, so what are you doing after this? And it's like, I'm not hitting on you. I'm yeah. genuinely interested in what you're doing after this because your appointment's up at four. So you've got time this evening. Is it going for dinner, meeting friends? Like, yeah. What's the thing? I'm not coming. Like, I'm not inviting myself to your thing. Yeah, oh, yeah I really I'm like free, that yeah, restaurant. No, I really like Ugandan food as well. Do you want to get this yeah. You say his name too many times and he'll appear behind you. We man, we man, we man. Oh it's like or like nipple just breaking yeah, out from the Yeah, you wouldn't get this like working at a design agency with Jim. Yeah, you just would it just wouldn't happen. Like Yeah. yeah. The, the, the oh. volume of people like that you're seeing like three or four people a day, or even if it's just one person every day. That's seven new people that you're seeing. Yeah. You know. And a lot of people just so week. intimate. People yeah, really open up there, with you as well. Weird. It's weird if you if there isn't an interaction, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it is, yeah, because it's it's intimate, it's close, and they're a captive audience as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they can just <laughs> pop outside. <laughs> yeah. Weird that one. Yeah. I'll go over here. <laughs> to arm's length like that. But it yeah. is, and also I think there's something that perhaps you as tattooists don't appreciate is you are superstars to the customer sometimes you are the the person that they've wanted to be tattooed but for from by for ages and they're finally getting it done and it is a little bit like sitting with a rock star and i think for you to be called cool back to them is that back to us is the it's the bollocks it makes you feel good it's the bee's knees it honestly is like I, I mean, like it's cool and it's it's kind of half flattering and half scary in that same way. But yeah, if I could tell customers anything, it's like tattooists are goofy as fuck. Yeah. Turn up yeah. and be weird and goofy. You'll have a great yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's so true. We're all yeah, we're all the same cup and the same cloth, aren't we? Like we're all dickheads, yeah. really. In a good way, not in like a <laughs> creepy way. Not like you put yourself out for dinner with them. Yeah, tattooing is a big. <laughs> Place there are yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Don't say any names, Lucy. Yeah, I won't take you down this road to make you um, end up having to do more editing. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that, mate. More bleeping. 
Lucy said so many in one episode that I had to find a new bleep because the original bleep <laughs> I was using was doing my head in, so I went and got a boing to replace one. It was like, bee. Anyway. I don't think I've listened back to that one. I have to find it. Was that Dara Watson? It was, yeah. It was, that was yeah. a good one. Get yeah. on that one. It is actually quite a good episode. Um, oh, I can't imagine it, yeah. what was the conversation was in like. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 shuffle forwards. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell me about your other page that you've got on your bio. Is it someone in London loves you? Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. It's it's a little. I hesitate to call it a brand, but it's a little project that I work on where I just kind of get to have all the creative output that tattooing doesn't necessarily allow me. So I get to make product and clothes. And like this summer, I did some design work for a really cool BMX team, actually. Like they, nice. they did people well, did all their jerseys and image and stuff. So kind of, it's still like the graphic designer in me still wants to do it. I just don't want to have to interact with yeah. the greater world of that industry. I want to do it on my own terms. And that kind of allows me to... Pick and choose the cool that. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's super fun. I, get, I haven't really been producing anything of late, just because all the factories kind of turned into PPE factories. And yeah, the last thing people care about right now is like, hey, do you want to buy this cool shirt? It's like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like did you felt, sell? Did you do much in lockdown? I did a bunch. Well, in lockdown, it felt more prudent to do kind of charity drops. So I did a few uh-huh. charity projects through lockdown and did a few like fundraising shirts then, because then it felt less kind of self indulgent. It's like, uh-huh. let's do the thing. And then I also get to do something good. Yeah, but that, I mean, that kept me going through lockdown, just being a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just reverted back to being an artist yeah. rather than tattooist. You tattoo, you've got to do something. So, yeah, painting and graphic design carried me through. I've never been more grateful for my degree. <laughs> <laughs> if what that had been, that was yeah. long gone. And then it, but it's, it's, it's nice when, like you say, you can do some things for, for charity when, you know, everything was a bit fucked. Yeah, like yeah. you're getting you, you, you're. I'm, I'm, I'm not an awful person. I am doing my best, and I'm doing. <laughs> you know, the, we all needed that at that time. I think. Yeah. Because... Even if you are just throwing a very, very tiny coin into a very, very, very big bucket. Yeah. And even if it is to a certain degree pseudo self indulgent. Yeah. At least if everybody threw a small coin, it'd be a yeah. little bit more fuller bucket than it yeah normally and would be everything would be a bit more bearable wouldn't it yeah you know and i mean it's great for the soul to know you're just not taking yeah so absolutely that's the general thing i mean and the, the, the main thing with someone in london which is why i kind of persist with it is in a world where selling being a dick is easier selling yeah. hate is easy like being edgy it's always yeah. an easier thing to communicate. I kind of wanted to do something that was positive. And yeah. it's always trying to do something positive always comes across as a little bit hokey. Yeah. Or it, it, but, people who aren't doing the positive things see it as like, because I've never understood this, like this hate on woke, like something's woke. Yeah. Like they were woke were, or people who are now woke now, 
in the when I was little, they were do-gooders. And what yeah. they were, it was like, oh, there's another do-gooder. No, they're not. They're collecting for charity. They're doing they're good. Don't do make them thing. feel bad. Yeah. Just because you're because you're an arsehole in your entire life, you have right. to think, oh, I haven't done anything kind for months. So oh, rather than do something kind, I'll carry on being an arsehole, but tell the person who is being kind that they're the one that's they're the, the ones who's the problem. Yeah, it's the yeah. thing of like if someone's being woke, leave them to being woke. If they're not hurting you, then yeah, it's like I saw there was um, Burger King have released some vegan chicken, fake chicken nuggets. Yeah. And there's people complaining like, right, well, I'm not going to shop there anymore. So like, they still do the chicken nuggets, mate. They're still doing the thing. I mean, you the want the things you have, you have those. It's not, they're have not taking con- it away from you. I have, a, I have this conversation with people all the time of like big companies doing disingenuous shit where they're yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, let's say the Burger King doing a fake chicken nugget or Greg's doing a sausage roll or every time Pride Month comes along, fucking every company's got a rainbow running down the front of it. And I understand it's disingenuous and I understand it's gross, but it also, I'll fucking take any help from anywhere yeah. at I think any it sort point. of steers a conversation among people that wouldn't normally be talking about things like that yeah like yeah. Yeah. normally they would if there wasn't that public pressure to do so they just wouldn't do those things yeah. so then they'll be like even if it's just a five percent effort five percent is better than a poke in the eye yeah five <laughs> percent you can fight for 10 you can fight for 15 but yeah, if you I get zero, it. yeah that makes sense the ball isn't even rolling at all so like yeah i joined the cry like fuck that company they don't care about gay people they're just running a rainbow flag down in front of their building fuck those <laughs> guys. but then you could have the conversation of okay cool you've got the rainbow now donate some money okay yeah. cool yeah. some money how's about you have some people who are different on your board making some yeah that's it that's exactly it isn't it you know, put some people in a position of power it rolls the ball but yeah you can't complain about someone being woke if that wokeness is rolling the ball. Yeah. The ball rolling in the first place is the hard part. You know? That's it. Absolutely. You're so right. Yeah. And there's, there's that, that, that thing about, like, oh, it's so inspirational. I always think, like, if that's the case, what did it inspire you to do? What did it inspire? It's yeah. fuck all. You don't yeah. do anything different. You, don't, yeah. you haven't started giving money to a charity on the back of Tom Daly, love him doing something for Barclays. Yeah. it's That doesn't make you suddenly you know? start giving to a charity somewhere f- for whatever, you know, it just, it, it, it's just doesn't happen. thing of like, I mean, my mum's never going to hear this, so it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> it's that thing of like, she is an older, late, like I'm older than I look and my mum is old. How old are you? <sighs> Nobody Can't knows. ask that. Man. You've been tattooing 16 you years. Let me guess. ask the lady how old she is. <laughs> I mean, obviously no older than 23. Of course. Like um, us, we're all the same age. But it's that thing of talking to like a woman in her advanced years about the trans community. Yeah. And she's just looking through me. And I'm, <laughs> she doesn't say something woefully gross. Nah. <laughs> having to berate my own mother, it will be a win. Oh, but yeah. It, but it's that is those seeing those five percent efforts sparked something in someone's head that it would never do enough to start a conversation for me to be like don't use those words don't say that don't call anybody this this is that maybe read this it starts those conversations and it moves absolutely 
things along. And if you can get like an old African matron to <laughs> shift anyone else's movable, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's so true. Um one question that we ask everybody that we have on a pod, I don't know if you've heard as I don't know how long we've been doing it now, actually. I probably should have given you a heads up so you could have thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> but if you were on a desert island and you could choose three tattoos to be with, who uh-huh. would you like to be there with? Three tattooists. Yeah. Oh. Could be people you've met or not met. I mean, if I was to survive, I'd bring the homies. Like I'd like <laughs> Big sis, big little sis, I'm older than her. Um, Carissa, I'd always have, like, she saves me from myself a lot. <laughs> no, it would, yeah. Um, what would we is that, be doing? Is that Rizza, Rizza bit on yeah. Instagram? What, yeah. would we, what would we be doing on this desert island? That's I don't know. Well, one. You make up your own rules. Yeah, somebody said they'd bring somebody they didn't like so that they could eat them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was my favourite. And then other people are like, well, this person's practical, so maybe they could keep us alive. And the other person's just like, well, this person's well funny, so they would do. Yeah. Oh, this one's always got tequila, so we'll take that. <laughs> I would have, right? And it's not for any way keeping us alive, but um, Sean Bailey. Yes. I like the way his brain works he's weird and i really like it <laughs> is this are you talking about bailey tattoo bailey tattoo bailey yeah, tattoo yeah, yeah. his illustrator oh, fuck, i would de- i'm desperate to get him on the pod like his yeah, his tattoos I, are wild i like i like how his brain works it's cool um oh, i don't know <laughs> so i've got one more pick. one more Oh, <laughs> it's it's hard, isn't it's it? Rough, isn't it? It's rough. Um, I guess you could bring someone awful. So if stuff does get get people, you could eat them. I like yeah, like just animal farm stuff. Violence, <laughs> like resorting to cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah, we could we could bring the person you had to get bleeped out. Yeah. <laughs> off <laughs> right another beep it's fine right okay what would i like to eat because <laughs> the thing is right i've never had the thought of like which tattooist i would like to consume yeah nice i've never thought of it actually like mark, mark at the shops like vegan and healthy and shit so like if you had to eat someone you'd want someone to be like someone grass-fed yeah, you don't want someone who like lives on like burritos and like monster energy drinks and stuff. You want someone like healthy. He'd be like the the waitrose organic version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want someone who's like edible and delicious. <laughs> There's our three. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't know who I'd want to eat. I'm gonna have to think about that. Tune in next time to find out yeah. who Lucy wants. Yeah, tune in next week and we'll find out who Lucy wants to eat. Because <laughs> you don't want to eat someone who's nah. yeah, gross. Like cut them open and it's just like monster and kebabs. Oh yeah. Like chili sauce exuding <laughs> from the pores. Perhaps that's what that blood was. Maybe. Yeah. Chili sauce. They, they, 
just scrammed energy drinks. Those 25p ones, they freak me out. They do. It smelled more like stout. They go. Could be a heavy, heavy Guinness Maybe, a, bit on the beer. Maybe yeah. it's a special brew blood. A lot of iron. In Penance it. export. <laughs> a lot no, of iron, yeah. It's like a dirt, dirty iron, though. Like, yeah. I would say ironmongery <laughs> is a dirty word, so it's like ironmongery. Ironmongery. Your jumper got fringe. Oh yeah, it's like it's just, oh. it's literally I'm a yeti. It's cool. Yeah, do you think it was like my, just my arm? Uh, yeah, I love a texture. I got a velvet flare on, and I've got a an extra fluffy, and I leave it everywhere. Like where um, an alarm went off a minute ago, and had to run out. I was like, I don't know where it was coming from. It's like the corner of the room, and I was like looking at the plug, like what the fuck is beeping? And um, as I've walked back round, I've just got a trail of this fluff. It's we, lost you, we could just we could just follow your arm fluff until we found you again. Yeah, literally. Where I was volunteering today, I volunteer at this like art studio for people who learn disabilities which our listeners have heard about loads because I love it so much. But um, there's two toilets. One of the toilets, like, <laughs> we might have to cut some of this out as well. <laughs> One of the toilets is a wanking toilet. Oh. You don't really want to go in because it's a wanking toilet. And, and the other one is flooded. Questions. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, it... it's, well, it's good that they have, do they? Uh, do Honestly. They... Is it designated a wanking toilet? It's just, I guess it's the more pleasant room it's a bit more a bit more spacious maybe um and, it's got a more wipeable floor perhaps and i have um, a part b to this question what does the logo on the front door of the wanking toilet look like um it's like that <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long nipple <laughs> It's technically the disabled toilet. I do like the fact that that don't there must have been a don't do that out here. Go and do it in there, and then yeah. oh, that's, that's where it happens now. And then well, it's apparently to do like it there than it is in the view of the general public. Well, previously, yeah, previously there have been like, I mean, this place is quite open, but when they sort of heard some stories when they've been in different units and stuff, there's little secluded corners and things, um, they've had to prize people apart. Um, but <laughs> the thing with this toilet is the reason it's like known as well, it's just like a wanky toilet, is um, I mean, there's one, there's a couple of culprits. <laughs> Well, I um, I hopefully like, like let's definitely hang out and stuff. Mick's gonna be there at Brighton, so oh. I'm gonna make sure I come and see you and, yeah, yeah. and like meet in person and and then um, we'll be all goofy together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I can't actually think of anything else. I I can't believe how quickly the time's gone. It's been it's been so lush chatting to you. You've made oh, it so easy. It's not boring and weird. Oh not my god, all. definitely weird, from, not boring. Far from boring. It's been oh, really good. Weird. Thank you, mate. Weird is good. I like weird. Yeah, lots of nipples. We'll have to. We'll have. Um, <laughs> yeah. All gets cut out. And we're gonna have to do it again because there's like 15 minutes. Oh my left god! I hope we can keep some nipples talking there. Like, <laughs> cut out the jeers and the. Yeah. I'm yeah. just hoping that my parents-in-law haven't heard any of this. So when I go downstairs <laughs> in a second, they're like, "What are you doing?" I thought your podcast was about tattooing. I had the word nipple. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Blame me, it. Yeah. He spoke to this guy, man. Like, he wouldn't stop talking about it. He was like obsessed, obsessed. And he said he volunteers with people who have disabilities. Like, "Mm, I'm going to write a letter. (laughs) Going to fill out a form. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been a real dream having you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's thanks, been, um, it. it's been awesome. And hopefully we'll see you in person soon and good luck in wherever you choose to do next. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, you're going to smash it wherever you go, I'm sure. Yeah, got to actually sort my life out now. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the best with that. And we'll, we'll see you that. soon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And you, and thanks you, for coming on, man. thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.